just a straight up Bloodhound Gang song. And welcome to another episode of Fun Friday edition of Ripping the Rack podcast. I am your tri host, no co host, tri host, Tim. Tri host. Tri host now. Yeah, buddy. With me today, new guy, Maki. How you doing, buddy? What's up, dudes? Thank you. This is great. Thanks for asking me to be on permanently here. This is this is really fun. Don't tell me to talk in front of a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome love, to the club, Love buddy. this Welcome stuff, man. Thanks, boys. Thank you. And with me as usual, Brian. Hello, everyone. Nice uh, microphone you got there. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. It's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get, you know, get, get the setup all set for, you know, Thursday, late Thursday night, early Friday morning show. Marky and I are doing for Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling over on Twitch. That's, uh, that's early. Or 1 late. A, 1 a.m. Eastern time, Friday it is morning. Absolutely both of those, Timmy. Yes, yeah. it oh. is. <laughs> it is early. It is late. And Friday mornings are a jumble of a mess in my brain. I don't care. But it's fun. It is fun yes. to do. That's good. That, that's good. I'm sure you got you guys would kill it. I, I listen. Who on... needs sleep? <laughs> Me. Oh, was that yeah. a rhetorical question? Yeah, yeah, it sure was, oh, buddy. But that's okay. Oh. You answered it. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, that was my big word of the day. Rhetorical. <sighs> that's so, like four syllables too. That's pretty big. Speaking of big words of the day, all I can think of is Eddie Murphy on a Saturday Night Live, Mister Robinson's Neighborhood. <laughs> Can you say kleptomaniac? Can you say kleptomaniac? <laughs> so I, I, I bring up Eddie because coming to America comes out Friday. I know the new one. I, new I, one. I'm excited. I love the first one. It's, it's coming to with the, the number two. Coming America. to America. Yes. Two. No one will throw rose petals at my son's feet. <laughs> I, 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 I love the first movie. I've seen it. I don't know how many times. Um, obviously I'm a Eddie Murphy fan from, didn't they work at McDonald's or something McDowell's. like McDonald's? McDowell's McDowell's. Yes. <laughs> Worked at McDowell's. Um, I remember Eddie Murphy back in the day, the old Saturday night live skit, his Gumby skits oh, were hilarious. I'm Gumby. I'm Gumby damn it. Damn it. Well, see, this is the thing with Saturday night live with Eddie Murphy is when he was on, it was must-see TV. It was. Every, it was so every, funny. Every Saturday was must-see TV. And he had a run, call it, oh, when did uh, Delirious come out? Was that 80? Which one came out first? Delirious or? Raw, Raw was first. Was Raw first? Yeah, Raw. I don't know if Raw was like 83 or 84. 83 or 84. Yeah. Something like that. It was early. Yeah. So he had he had a run call it from the early 80s through to the early 90s early to mid 90s where he was the man yes yes yeah, because that's when he did all the the stand up specials and that he did Beverly Hills Cop yep part 1 and, through 18 yeah and then and, he did yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did and then, Trading Places was awesome. That's one of my favorite yeah. movies. Oh my god! Of my Dan life, Ackroyd. him and Dan Aykroyd was, was fantastic in that movie. Um, you know, you 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 throw in, and I didn't realize this, but Coming to America actually made like four times the amount of money that Die Hard did. It came yeah. out 
Really? The same year. Yeah. And Die Hard is a Christmas movie, in case anybody was Oh, 100%. It. it is yeah. absolutely a Christmas movie, just because it, <laughs> it was It is Friday. not Christmas until you see um, Alan Rickman falling off Nakatomi Plaza. That's, Fact. that's <laughs> right. <laughs> and by the way, Beverly Hills Cop 4 has been announced. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yes. Is he, he in will, that, too? He will be reprising the role of Axel Foley. I like that he's getting out of the dad comedy movies. And not well, that they're bad like movies. Nutty Professor for a while. He was like Nutty Professor, Haunted Mansion, um, so Dr. Doolittles. I didn't realize he's got 10 kids. Oh, yeah. And he's, a, grand- kids. And yeah. he's a grandfather now. Yeah. So he's he's transitioned and he was tied. He's, I, I was listening to a... Um, uh, this was, I don't know, last week or something like that. I went down a rabbit hole on uh, on YouTube like I do most nights when I go to bed as I you know, throw the headphones in and I just start scrolling YouTube videos. And I went down this rabbit hole and there was a uh, an interview with him. And it was recent, like within the last year or whatever. And he talked about transitioning from the 80s being a blur. Like he doesn't remember half of the 80s. It's a lot of cocaine. That was probably um, a lot. A that lot was with of, Fast Times. Those were different. Of, all I, of those Rick James stories are true that Dave Chappelle told. Eddie Murphy was there for most of them. Yeah. Eddie, what? Yep. yep. That was some of the so, best TV on the whole Chappelle show. That's on Netflix again. Him and Charlie right Murphy. Oh, geez. I, Chappelle I'm shows right, on Netflix. <laughs> Charlie uh, Murphy. <laughs> what? So Unity. He ta- Unity. He talked about. <laughs> he talked about. There, there was a couple of things. So he. T- <laughs> God, that's, all, <laughs> gotcha. that's all in my head. Is I <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? Slap, slap, bitch! <laughs> oh my god! Um, shit, I totally lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, we killed uh, him. We killed him. <laughs> we oh, broke, oh, yeah. I got it. So he was, he was, uh, he was talking about. Um, um, so the '80s being a blur, like he doesn't remember a lot of the '80s, and then he he went into the discussion of Arsenio Hall. And what I didn't realize is how good of friends they are. And he has said they see each other two to three times a week and have for the last 40 years. Wow. No shit. Yeah. Like they grew up as friends because, mm-hmm. you know, Eddie's, Eddie's got to be, he's, I don't know how old he is. He's got to be. He's in his 60s. Mid, I think. mid to late 50s, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think he might be 60. Why don't you punch that in your Google machine? Why don't Jeff? I punch you know what? Working on it. He turn he turns sixty in April. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. So he has he has seen uh, and been friends with Arsenio oh, Hall. Forty eight been- hours. He did forty eight hours too. Oh, yeah. him and Nick Nolte, and then oh, another forty eight hours. He was great. Yeah. He was great. Harlem Nights. I mean, uh, so coming to America came in came out in eighty nine, eighty eight, somewhere in the late eighties. And that again, that grossed. They said it was worldwide. Was it would be in today's dollars would be over six hundred million dollars, which would be considered like a blockbuster by any any imagination. It was something like two hundred. Right, but we're now transitioning into a thing where I think movies are kind of going to be oh releasing on Disney Plus, releasing on P or be able to download from movies on demand services. Regal and flagship and those. 
movie theaters are all going to be like an app on your TV pretty soon. And that's how you're going to go to the movies. So. Which I miss movies. I loved going to the movies. I saw I, 300 in IMAX. You want to talk about an experience? You saw that in IMAX? That yeah, must have been down amazing. In yeah. Wow. It was really cool. It was such a good movie to see that in IMAX. Holy shit. I don't, Angie and I were, were talking about this. We don't remember the last movie we went and saw before we couldn't see movies in the theater. Mine was Tenet, the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie there. The, the guy that makes all the weird, uh, no, uh, not Christopher Nolan. The guy that makes all the weird movies like Inception and oh, the Prestige. Uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan and I and N. No, not him. Um, no, he, um, I wanted he, to see that movie too. Tenet's I, really good. I highly recommend it. it I love the sci-fi cool. thrillers. It's such I a love super cool time fuck. Thing. It's really good though. Like you have to see it, and you got to watch it almost twice. It's one of those movies you're like, all right, because the second time you watch it, you pick up on everything, and it's like, oh, it's a dead giveaway, but it's cool to see. I had to do that with Inception too. I saw Inception for the first time, loved every bit of it, and then knew the same thing. It was like one of those movies yeah. you had to see again. Yeah, I was like that with The Prestige and then um, The Illusionist as well. I, I like Edward Norton a lot. Like Fight Club, The Prestige. The oh, first Hulk Edward, movie Ed, he's in is really good. Edward Norton in American History X is That's a movie phenomenal. they should make every kid in high school watch. Yes. I don't care. Every child in high school should watch that movie. It should be part of a history curriculum. Yes. What was the movie he did with Robin Williams too? Uh, it was, um, oh, it was like a doc that doc comedy movie. Uh, oh God, why can't I remember it? He was Rainbow Randolph. Um, oh Jesus! Not it's Patch Adams. No, no. Um, Jack. It's not, it's not what dreams may come, is it? No. Hang on. Uh, this is in Rounders, which is my one of my favorite movies of all time. That was time. a great movie too. Yes, Worm Love Rounders. He played Worm. That's great. It's funny. Well, the first thing I type in Edward Norton Jr. I Google it. The first thing that comes up is American History X. Is it the Grand Budapest Hotel? Death to Smoochie. Death to Smoochie. Oh my God. Yes, I forgot about that. It's about like a, Robin Williams plays like a like a offshoot of Barney, basically. Yes, he's like a kid's <laughs> show host. Yeah, and he's just, it's hell. It shows you just what. It's so dark. Sucks. Yeah, like he hates kids, but he's in this fucking show. Like the show has made him hate children, basically. And they, they try they, to figure out how to kill yeah. him. They fire like, Robin Williams. Yeah. They do everything they can to get rid of him. They replace him with Edward Norton Jr., who doesn't. He's just like he doesn't know the wiser. He just wants to be on TV as a kid show host. Yeah. That the whole movie is Robin Williams trying to get back even with him and trying to kill him. And it's yeah. just, it's dark as fuck. It's a great wow. movie, but it's so so dark. And, and Edward Norton plays the perfect like naive idiot that like comes of age at the end of the movie and just ends up winning big. Like, it's a great movie, great flick. Huh. I, I've never seen it. You ever seen Boondock Saints, Tim? Oh! So, Boondock Saints is one of those ones where I have sat down to watch it, I don't know how many times, and then something happens and I don't watch it. I literally uh, have watched... You need to fix that. I, so, 
And that's the same thing with The Big Lebowski. I have not you, watched uh, The Big Lebowski from beginning to end. The Jude of All right, I'm, I'm getting off this, this call right now. I can't listen to shit like that. You've really never seen Big Lebowski? Not from beginning to end. For the whatever Jude. reason, things have Like, I like the movie. Every part I've seen, I've enjoyed. Yep. The rug just really ties the room together, man. It, it really <laughs> tied the room together. But it's just one of those, you know, I, I just... It, People call it a bowling movie. It's it's a movie that has bowling in it. It's just so good. Like it, it's a masterpiece. So funny of parts film. of it. Yeah. It really it ticks. It's a Coen Brothers, single... so it's weird. It's like you know Fargo. Yes. Like all those movies are just kind of weird. Steve Buscemi dies again. He dies in every Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. Um, it, it's just market zero. John Goodman plays the perfect like Vietnam vet that like has trouble adapting to life. He runs a security business and yeah. and the dude is your typical holdover from the 60s stoner that's like aging but can't let go of the way it used to be and such a good fucking movie. Oh, oh he doesn't care. He's just like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, I've I've it's one of those ones where I've wanted to watch the whole thing, but I, it's just we need Something to go to Lebowski happened. Fest. If there's a Lebowski Fest, we should go. The three of us could go dressed as, like, all three of the characters. Like, Tim would be the dude. Uh, Brian, you'd be – you'd definitely be Walter. Oh, yeah. I, I'd be Donnie. And, and, like, we'd walk in all dressed. To the, it'd be perfect. It'd be perfect. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, oh Rio yes. could go as the Jesus. Rio ain't going. <laughs> Rio could go as the Jesus. Rio ain't going. <laughs> All right, let me let me ask you this. Hey, is though is that though Lebowski? Is that not the most bomb ass version of Hotel California when they introduce the oh. Jesus and it's all like the mariachi version of it? It is. It's in, it's, it's a Spanish so mariachi. Yeah. Yeah. it's so very good. Nobody again, fucks it, with it, this. I don't Jesus. know why. I don't know why. It's just one of those one of those movies I haven't just seen from beginning to end. Have and, you watched? And, if you watched The Godfather all the way through beginning and end, Tim? Oh God, yeah. Okay. I, I mean that's that's a stupid question, Brian. Uh, my wife has never seen The Godfather. Godfather's great. Bull haven't growing up. I'm I'm Italian. I grew up Italian. That was a rite of passage in my home. I wasn't allowed to turn ten until I saw the movies. <laughs> it's, it's it's like you had to see them. It's it's definitely it's a classic. Uh, it's Should they for me reboot to, it, those? It's stupid for me to say that it's a classic because a everybody knows it, it, it is. The first one is. The first the one. First one. The second one's really good, too, just the long. Second, again, the second one is great. The second one takes a lot of shit a lot but of times from a lot of people. But it's not as good as the first, just like most True. sequels. Not every sequel can be Back to the Future 2. Or Empire Strikes Back. Not a Star Wars fan, a Star Trek guy. See, and I was, I was, uh, I hey, was a Star me with Wars you. fan. I, I, I was a Star Wars fan. Um, Star Trek was. I mean, I watched it. It was good, mm-hmm. but I was never. I, I, I like to watch. You know, uh, I, I'm a Picard fan, so I like the Next Generation. I watch those. Yep. I'm a Battlestar guy too. I'm a big nerd. I like Battlestar. I like Battlestar Galactica. Oh, a lot. I like Battlestar Galactica. The story in it. The story yeah. was great. Yeah. So let me let me ask you this because I want to get back to Eddie Murphy real quick. What is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? 
Mark, you go first. Am I allowed to say Eddie Murphy raw? Uh, no, that's <laughs> that, stand-up. When I was a kid, that was part of my education. I learned like three quarters of my curse words from that. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, I still re- I can remember. So let's see. That came out, and I think it was 83, I think it was. I think Something I was like 12. I can that's remember. Perfect wa- timing. I can remember watching it on HBO at my friend Mark's house. I still remember us waiting for this to come on because we knew it was coming on <laughs> and we sat there and pissed our pants laughing the entire time. Absolutely. Like just over and over and over again, nonstop because it was on for a month. It's HBO. It was on for a month. And, uh, I, I bet we might, I bet we watched it six times that month and just, by the end of the time, we could recite. We were reciting lines. Just oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh, everybody talks about it at school. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I remember being like eight, nine years old. It was one of those weekends that like HBO would do like the free preview weekend yeah. or something like that. And you know, and then looking at the guide a couple of days ahead, like what was going to be on it, like you know, and then finding Eddie Murphy Raw was going to be on at like two in the morning. Yep. So I made sure to like fake sleep that night, and when my mom went to sleep. Like she was out cold. I got up and I sat, I sat real close to the TV. So like the volume was wicked way down. <sighs> and I just sat there and was just educated in the words that I was not supposed to say oh my God, whatsoever. Yes. But it was yeah. great. Yeah. No, if I had to say my favorite Eddie Murphy movie, and, and I might catch flack for this, but I, I'd have to pick. And there's, there's so many good ones, but I probably seen this movie more just because of how old I am when I saw it. it was the nutty professor. Um, he played what okay. nine different characters in that movie. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and well to yep. each character or each of the, the Cletus fam, the, no, the clump family, the clumps, each one of them had their own thing. The only one he didn't play was like the little boy that started Hercules, 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 Hercules. <laughs> the grandma was the best. She, I don't know what you're talking she, about. Oh, I tossed this between the crack of your ass. <laughs> He played so many different characters in that movie. And then he played like himself with no makeup on later when Sherman drank the solution yeah. and he got to like his regular app. That was just regular Eddie Murphy, but like, like wrestler Eddie Murphy, like turned up to 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just turned his personality way up. That scene with him versus Dave Chappelle going after each other with your mama jokes in that comedy oh, yeah. scene. Oh, that was, that was gold. So, I, I, I love that movie. Brian, what about you? Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. The first one. It's okay. so good. It's just a witty cop. Like, you believe he could do that. And him just, like, terrorizing the other cops just by the stuff he does. They're all, oh like, God, yeah. you know, like, oh, oh God, dealing yeah, with these uppity people. And then he's just like, I'm just going to go do it. <laughs> so, I, and the only reason I ask is I, I've been trying to think about this because when I sent a message to you guys earlier today, I talked to a little bit about you know, Eddie Murphy. So I've been, I I had to drive up to Sugarloaf today and Mark, I know you don't know where Sugarloaf is from where I live, but it's a two and a half hour drive. It's a mountain in Maine. It is. It is. (laughs) So it's, it's two and a half hours for us. Also a golf course, a great golf course. Ooh, we should go play that. Oh my God. It's, it's, I would love to bring lots of golf balls. It is the hardest golf golf courses I've ever played, but it's one of the most beautiful golf course because it's mountain golf. Um, That's, 
I'd love to see it. That'd be great. We oh my God. It's, it's true. We should play it. Definitely play it this year. Um, anyway, so I get a two and a half hour ride up and a two and a half hour ride back. So in between talking to Angie, I'm thinking, okay, Eddie Murphy. And I got thinking, obviously, uh, you know, 48 hours, um, you know, Beverly Hills Cop, Coming to America. Those are, I loved them all. Um, hell, I even loved Daddy Daycare. I thought that was a, that I is that a was great movie. It was cute. Underrated. It was cute. It was funny. It, it was had its funny. moments. But you, you honestly know that, that my favorite, it's actually an animated one, is Shrek. Donkey. Oh, yeah. Him playing Donkey in Shrek? It's, it made part of the movie. Like, it did. Like, oh, yeah. 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 It did. Because I don't know. I can't picture anyone playing that playing Donkey other than Eddie Murphy with his voice. Dave Chappelle. Uh, maybe, yeah, you know, that's a maybe? very short list of people who could. Chris maybe, Rock. But, but maybe. No, I don't know if Rock oh, could. I, I don't can't, know. I can't see Chris Rock as... It just, it's something about Eddie's voice and his mannerisms and the way he, the way he speaks. Yeah. Like, that's if Chris Rock the... can't swear and be, like, R-rated comedian, I don't think Chris Rock is very funny. I, he I was, was on never... Saturday Night Live. Yeah. The last couple times he hosted. Never a huge Chris Rock fan. I mean, his stand-up is hilarious because he's, you know, swearing and very adult-themed Chris stand-up. Rock, and Chris Rock in Lethal Weapon 3? 4. I think it was 4. four. There was 4. He four. was good. He Look was good badge. in Lethal Weapon 4. Check out the gun. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, I just... Butters. Butters is you? <laughs> you know, it just... Uh, I don't know. I fucking love Eddie Murphy. I just... Nah, I, One of my all-time favorite movies has Chris Rock in it. Grown Ups. I fucking love the movie Grown Ups. Yeah, it was it's good. Just, it was good. I love it. But see, I'll watch, I'll watch Grown Ups. I, anytime it's on TV, yeah. I'll stop it and watch it. Yeah. Like if I'm flipping through the channels and I'm like, oh, Grown Ups. Oh. You know oh, what's awesome? Adam Sandler wears a different Hockey East hat in different scenes in that movie, but he gets them all in. He has a humane one on at one point. He has a UNH one on. Does he has really? A, yeah. If you go back, he has a BU one on. Like oh he has a different. Now hockey, I'm gonna have. Now I'm gonna have to watch. Yeah. Now I'm gonna watch it just to see that. And then right? in That's the second one, one Easter egg things. Yeah, in the second um, Grown Ups, in the opening scene when they're doing like the shot of like they're looking down a big Main Street with a church, like right in the yep. beginning. That's Camden. Yeah. yeah, I know that's. I knew that one. Yeah, that's the town right next to us, Marky, up here. Oh, Camden, Maine, right? Really? Yeah. That's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's very yeah, cool. Well, you know, this year has been in a few a few bigger movies. Uh, Mel Gibson's Man Without a Face. Uh, that was filmed in the, in the bedroom, which was up Ryan, for a best my, picture Oscar. My middle child, uh, Ryan, my stepson, was in in the bedroom. He was in the he was movie. in the T ball scene, right? Yes. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, they recorded all. It was all day. Yep. Um, I remember Angie had to be there because he was in T-ball, so he was you know five years old, six years old, whatever it was. Um, Marissa Tomei was there, and that one it was fucking hot. Like I just remember Angie, like it was brutally hot. Uh, they delivered ice cream. They, de- I mean, they it was a big, big production. Oh yeah. Um, but like, uh, Tom uh, Wilkinson know- was in that. Yep. Um, I had some friends of mine were extras in uh, the Mel Gibson one, Man Without a Face. Um, and again, that was actually filmed. The opening scene was in Rockport. That's six miles from where I live. Yeah. 
where it was filmed. Um, you know the Stephen King movie Thinner. Yep. No. Where the guy gets hit by the car, or he hits the girl with the car, and she puts a spell on him, and he starts wasting away to nothing. Part most of that's filmed in Rockland. Oh, oh yeah. Steve, right. Stephen King's a main guy, is it? Yeah, most yeah of he's his from movies? Bangor. Yeah, yep. banger. Yep. Banger. Yeah, banger. and it's funny because in that movie, Tim, um, Stephen King has a bit part in it, and he's at the he's the pharmacist at Goodnow's on Main Street, and they actually filmed yeah. it at Goodnow's. Yeah, um, Stephen King is actually plays a lot of bit parts in his movies. Yes. I've heard a little thing that he has a cameo in every one of his movies. I, I think I, uh-huh. I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's no same thing with like uh, uh, Mel Brooks. Hitchcock used to do it. Yeah. Hitchcock like, used to do that. Hitchcock back in the used day. to do it. Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Brooks does it or did it. Um, Mel Brooks is yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to be the king. It's good That's to be the king. Oh my god, that. The history of the world. You look like the piss boy, and you look like a bucket of of shit. Part one is no, sir. You look like the piss boy. (laughs) Hey, could they could they make a history of the world with Blazing Saddles right now and show it on TV? No, none of that could be shown. They tried to show Blazing Saddles on TV, and they cut it for TV, and uh, all eight minutes of it aired. Fifteen minutes, right? (laughs) uh, Blazing Saddles is that is my all time favorite comedy. Uh, that no argument here. It, it, it's it's, like, movie. it's iconic. It's funny. It makes fun of everything. Now I gotta this look at my movie collection. The first time you ever heard a fart on a movie or on television was that scene where they were Mongo. all sitting around the campfire. No, it wasn't even Mongo. Oh, that's all of them are. They're all farting. Well, no, but the first fart, it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the, I can't remember the character's name, but anyway, regardless, that was the first time. Like, like this is important news. Like, you know, this is. But that was the first time you ever heard a fart, a real fart, like in a movie. When Mongo farts, that dude just falls over. Just... <laughs> Mongo like candy. I, I Mongo just, have a cigar. I just the 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 first Ted of... or oh, um, or old okay. school are probably. The two funniest movies, in my opinion. Blazing Saddles would go toe-to-toe with Ted. Oh, yeah. And I think it would win on overall comedy through the movie. Ted has great spots. Yeah. Great spots. But Blazing Saddles was funny from, like, beginning to end. Yep. You know, the amount of don't give a shit with Blazing Saddles is amazing. Because it's from the beginning to the end is... It's like Mel Brooks said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to offend everybody. And it, it was a different time. You could laugh at that back then. Oh, people God, yeah. saw it. And, yeah. and I'm sure there were people that were pissed at a few things that oh, were said. Of course. But, but all in all, more often than not, everybody laughed there because it was yeah. a movie. You know what? It wasn't real. That's what a movie's supposed well, to be. Well, you know, and, and if, you, if you think about uh, offensive and things like that, have you ever listened to Don Rickles? No, I've heard the name. Well, I know so, the well, guy only is, when he was like 92 years old. Loves festival one year. Okay, go go back and when you're down going down YouTube, you know rabbit holes. Google or YouTube Don Rickles and listen to his roast because they always used to do the Dean Martin roast. Those were the best. And fucking, you know oh Don God, Rickles the roast were the best. I I could listen to him as a comedian. <laughs> For hours on end, and I would laugh. Like I woke Angie up 
because I was laughing. Like I was trying to keep it, and I was belly laughing, and I was shaking the bed. She and she wakes up. She's like, she turns. She's like, what the? F-? And I looked. I t- I took my headphones out, and I went, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I showed her. I said, then you realized you were in a lot of trouble. I said, I'm laughing at Don Rickles. Like, he doesn't swear. He does not curse at all. But he makes fun of everybody. And what he does is he sits there and he's like, he'll make he he'll make fun of like uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. And he goes, I can make fun of him, you know, because he's black and I'm Jew. And he just, it, it's a, like he just. So I would say, look, Blazing Saddles, old school Brian, old school is great. I love old school. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Don't streak it. Blue, do you trust? I do not want to see you die tonight. Um, Anchorman. Having, see, old school hits me differently because having pledged a fraternity. I was just going to say it's a little bit different because you were in a fraternity. Yes. Yes. Uh, I am a alumni brother of Sigma Alpha Epsilon at UMaine, Maine Alpha Chapter. Yeah, well, they're no longer at UMaine. Uh, no, they're not, but that's because of stupidity. Nothing, nothing bad stupidity on their part. <laughs> they got canceled. Like everything else. Like yeah. Yeah. fraternity. Yeah, they get, they got, they got canceled. So dumb. It is. It is. Um, where the hell was I going with this? I don't know. Don Rickles. Oh no! I, I just Don Don Pickles. Oh, you, Look, last I, we knew, I, you pissed off Angie because you were laughing so hard in the bed. Oh my God! Yeah, so I, I did. I, <laughs> but but when we last we left him, it's I don't know. I, I sound just, like the I, Super Friends announcer. I, Meanwhile, in the Fortress of Evil, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love comedies. I just it's, so Blazing to me, Blazing Saddles, History of the World Part One. Yes, uh, Spaceballs. Oh, I love Spaceballs I so mean, much. You know. I've you never seen Spaceballs. I see your shorts. It's as big as you mine. You shut your whore mouth. Oh, dude. I, I, have, I am a slut. surrounded by assholes. For it. Um. <laughs> Who else is an asshole here? <laughs> I've never I seen Spaceballs. I'm surrounded by a bunch of assholes. <laughs> you seriously haven't seen Spaceballs? I've never seen Spaceballs. No, not because I, I didn't like want to. I just never sat down and watched it. Okay. Honestly, watch. I've been screamed at by other people before. Like they did the same thing. They were like, "Okay, I'm never talking to you again. You've never seen something like Spaceball." And I'm like, "I'm sorry." I don't I just... get the people who who like take pride in not seeing a certain like series of movies. Like people are like, "I've never seen Star Wars, and I'm proud of it." Like, okay, that's good to be you. You're missing out. Why do you Why do you hate it so much? Like, what's the fucking yeah. problem? I've never part. seen. I've never seen Harry Potter. Number one, Harry Potters are awesome. I love me some Harry Potter. I've I've read the books three times and I've seen obviously all the movies. I just if I had to pick a house to be in, I'd want to pick in Hufflepuff because they seem very chill and like stoner friendly. So that's kind of where I think <laughs> I'd want to be. Would be nice. in the Hufflepuff. I I don't know. Just I, like I, if I had my own Pokemon, Mark, I'd want a Snorlax. He I could just chill out with him and hang out, you know. <laughs> seriously, yes. yeah. But he could play me cool, a, cool little tunes. When I, I want to be like a Charizard. See, Chazai would just kick everybody's ass. You just walk around yeah. with Chazai. I'd be walking around with Dragonite myself. Dragonite can fly like fifteen hundred miles an hour. 
So I just, that, that's just my boy. Like, hey, listen, I got no more grass. Go find me some. And he flies away and he comes back with some from like thousands of miles away. I don't know. I just always like to drag it. I, I have never seen Harry Potter myself. I was never really big into the books too much. I, I'm not a fan. Not because like I, I hate it. Watching. I just cool. never got into so it. So here's, here's, here's a funny thing. So I know people that refuse to watch Harry Potter because there's witches in them yet they absolutely love lord of the rings which has wizards in them isn't it that's part of the lore two different two different things religious people won't let kids read harry potter because it teaches witchcraft and that's satanic yeah it's also fiction and it's supposed to be for entertainment. And it's about good versus evil. Right. And how good overcomes evil. It's a ripoff Star Wars, but that's okay. It is. Oh, my God. I love that that uh, TikTok that, that does yeah. that. If you think about it, and, and I can't remember exactly, but yeah. you know, they start going through with how, how uh, Harry Potter is just a big ripoff of Star Wars because, you know, you've got this young kid who's orphaned, orphaned young kid who, who hangs out with, with his who, uncle who, who, who wants who nothing gets... to do with his culture and then this big like this big furry dude like takes him and te- gives him to an old guy Dumbledore Obi-Wan Kenobi to teach him the ways of an ancient land where he has to do and then someone who's very connected to his past and killed his family Darth Vader Baltimore like it just keeps going oh my god it's it Ron is, Weasley is Han Solo. Princess is, Leia is Hermione Granger. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks is uh, Neville Longbottom. It is absolutely one hundred percent a ripoff of Star Wars. Now oh, that I've, now that since you yeah, make the comparisons, actually, yeah, they seem like similar stories anyway for Star Wars. And yet, J.K. Rowling is a multi-billionaire now who was destitute and broke when she wrote the first one. And is now a billionaire. Oh, easily. That franchise has grown exponentially. Oh, yeah. I have started reading more. That was one of my new users. Like, I, I've read, I've already read a couple books this year, which is way more than I read last year. So I've read, I don't know. I, used, <laughs> I was averaging about a book to a book and a half a week. Um, I'm down to about a book a week right now. So I'm, I'm on a slow period right now. That's still 52 books a year. That's still... Yeah, it's about right. That's solid. Tim's a big library guy. Tim likes I the do. library I, a lot. I go to the library every couple of weeks. I'll get two or three books. What's oh, your hey, genre? So, I will read any... So, how do I word this? Um, historical trashy fiction, romance novels. Just say tra- Trashy romance. Uh, <laughs> Harlequin bodice rippers. Harlequin... Uh, Anything with know, Fabio on the cover. Definitely. Um <laughs> I'm a big anything from uh, Webb Griffin, which is uh, historical fiction. For he's got a series on the Marine Corps. He's got a series on what he calls Brotherhood of War. He's got a great series on uh, the Badge of Honor, meaning Police Department. Talking about the Philadelphia Police Department. Um, so I read that. I'll read uh, John Grisham. I'll read uh, uh, David Baldacci. Uh, Joseph Finder, Vince Flynn. Uh, so fiction, action fiction, things like that. Um, and then I will uh, will grab, uh, you know, I'll find an autobiography. Uh, 
mix in some nonfiction stuff. Uh, yep. I'll read just about anything, but what's going to hold me is, is, you know, Angie. I want Aww. her to hold me. She always, should, she always should hold me. Tim, are you a physical book guy like me, or do you want to read on a Kindle? No, I need. I I want pages. I want no, a I like, page. I, I like physical book. books. I like pages. Yeah. Yep. I want a cover. I like hardcover books. I, I yes. would like a physical book in my hand. The screen thing, I was never a fan. No, yeah, reading no. books online. I don't, I, I don't like it. I don't. I mean, I had. I had. I've a tried. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I read I um, JT the Brick's I, book on my Kindle. A great book, by the way. The handoff, JT the Brick. Uh, really, I, I really, haven't really read good. it. You should. I haven't it's read it. Really, um, it's about him and the dude that he mentored or mentored him, like dying of cancer, and he used to take him every appointment. And their talks they had in the car on the way there, and all that stuff. It's really, really good. I, I. So I'm the type though that I need to be entertained in the first fifty pages. Um, if if I'm not into it after about fifty pages, I tend to will put the book aside. Man, don't read what I read then, man. High fantasy and sci-fi. Sometimes it takes like fifty pages is the introduction and just no, the I, backstory I, and lore that you need to understand what's coming yep. at you next. But sometimes <laughs> that will and that will grab me, and sometimes that will, you know, entertain me. Um, you take a book like I hope they serve beer in hell. Oh my God, it's so good by uh, Tucker Max. Tucker Max. Um, I'll bring Mark, mine on the trip with, with me, Marky, when we go to you, Denver, and I'll let you, you read it. My I coffee. used to love to read, dude. I used to be the same way as you, Tim. I would read a book or two a week. Like, I'd read a book for a couple days, and it, that's kind of fallen off with, you know, YouTube and videos being so yeah. prevalent and different things. And, like, I, li- I like listening to books sometimes when I can't just sit and read. Um, I'm a big but, podcast guy. I listen to podcasts all the time. Yeah. I listen to... Uh, um, Ripping the Rack podcast. Where can they listen to Ripping the Rack podcast? Brian, uh, Brian, where can they? Oh, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Anchor, Breaker, and uh, wherever else you listen to your podcast media. Pretty cool fact, actually. I think either Anchor or Breaker, one of them, got bought by Spotify. Really? Oh, did it? I didn't know that. Yeah, if you look at the dash, I, I think it's Anchor. If you look at the dash on Anchor, I think it says Anchor by Spotify now. Well, let's just double check. That that's one of those like company like combination like acquisitions that got oh, swept under that. the rug a little bit. Anchor by Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, we we're gonna wrap up here our Friday edition, folks. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate I hope you liked our movie and book talk. You know. Yeah, wicked. We got like wicked. some culture going on this wicked thing guy. Here. We talk uh, about you're going to hear ass. a lot of wicked. Talk you got Maki on the podcast. There's going to be so much wicked pissa. I've been trying to hold back. I don't want to scare everybody with it, but I say and it dudes. so much. No, no, no the, the wicked pissa. No, wicked piss is good. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, our, our Canadian legit. friends will love hearing you, eh? You, you, Maki, you got to. So we do Even this. Even Calvin. Yes, we, Calvin. We do this Bite because, um, frankly, I like to talk. and Absolutely. That's why I do it. I have fun with it. And, As we uh, say on the Sunday show that Marky and I do, we this is what we do anyways when we see each other is just talk wrestling. So why not? Right. We talk it. wrestling. Yeah. We talk bowling. We talk what was on TV. We talk about the game. This is all we're doing anyway, but now we're letting other people listen to it, and they can let us know whether they agree or they don't. Correct. Or, and it's yeah. good shit. 
And as usual, it's such folks, good shit. You can reach us ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at ripping the rack podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ripping the rack podcast. Hell, you can find us on YouTube at ripping the rack podcast. I don't know. Pretty soon we do. We, we, you know, if, if we do have a benevolent, benevolent, not benevolent. That oh, one. Hey, yes, Tim. That one. Hey, Tim. I know, I, I know it's Friday, but where it's kind of a time sensitive thing, should we uh, talk about the bowling show? At Stars and Strikes, real quick. Uh, yes. Sign up. Bowling. Where it's coming up soon. I know we. Next it's not Friday, a bowling show, but next Friday the twelfth at Stars and Strikes, uh, there is a scratch. Uh, hold on one second. I'm going to pull ladder up ladder series event that Rusty ladder is running at event. Stars and Strikes. And I believe it's a five string qualifier, and then the top. Top is it five, five. seeds? Yeah, five Top winnable five. four, winnables three, yep. winnables two, winnables one. Will be live streamed with yours truly, Brian and Tim. will be doing the commentary during that live stream. Uh, Maki, if you want to come up to Stars and Strikes next when Friday. When is it? It's Friday? It's Friday. I'm I don't know if he can come up and then go back and not have to quarantine. Oh, I don't know if he can yet or not. Uh, uh, they'd have to catch me first anyway. <laughs> just kidding. No. Uh, keep keep talking. I'm just. I am going to pull Tim, up. Tim, are these. you bringing the equipment for that? By the way. Um. Sure. We okay. can. Yeah. Um. I'm just. Uh, I would I love. I, I I saw that. They nope. posted. Ah, and right. I, I, I might. I might be able to like, like, Skype Marky on my phone and then point it at the pins and then he could. Just commentate with us. Wrong one. While is watching that, the show. Is that a Friday evening? It yes. is. What is it's stinky just, oh, about you, you? You have to bowl poo poo. Correct. Bowl. Oh. I was about to say we bowl that um, the the new Lita. edition of the professional league at Lita Lanes yeah. in Nashua, New Hampshire on Friday yeah. nights. Are you yeah. guys doing and, the real pro league uh, next year? Pardon? Are you guys doing the real pro league next year again? I sure as hell hope so. I hope so because I'm um, on a roster for the first time ever next year. Are you really? Yeah, I'm not going to be a full time. I'm going to be a sub uh, for Freshie's team. I don't. I don't know who's on his team. He just said, "Hey, it, if you want to sub, Tim subs and somebody else needs subs. I I also would be interested in subbing." And I and I told him, I said, as long as I have a couple of days' notice, I'll absolutely sub. Hey B, you want to be on a sub roster? Yeah. When we get everything going next year, done. done. Uh, let's see. Scratch ladder that Riverwalk's series. actually probably the closest to my house. <laughs> uh, bowling night at Stars and Strikes in South Paris, Maine, Friday, March 12, 6 p.m., $50 per bowler, five-string qualifier, top five advance to ladder finals, five versus four, winner versus three, winner versus two, winner versus one. All ladder matches are uno, one string. Uh, ladder matches will be streamed live on the Stars and Strikes Facebook page. Uh, and, let's see. And I'm sure the that cool Tim and I will part, be going live during the roll-offs if we're yes, not bowling. The cool part of this, four ladder matches only, there will be an extra bonus for five marks in a row. You will receive a Bitcoin wallet worth $35 plus $15 in Bitcoin for a value of $50. Each mark after will be worth $25 more in Bitcoin. That's pretty cool, because I still don't see, understand the Bitcoin thing. I I, I don't I, either, but it's I don't still understand. Cool. It sounds like a whole bunch of dollars. Digital currency is 
they think it's the wave of the future. They think that's how you're going to pay for everything online because that way you don't have to put your bank account on there. You can just do your Bitcoin. And it's worth it's worth money. Oh, just yeah. It's it's it's. So there's some dude sitting on. There's some guy. He started firing Bitcoin like ten years ago when it first started. He has a hard drive that has one password attempt left on it, and it's got five hundred, like fat, like five hundred million dollars or something worth of bitcoin and he's got one password attempt left before he's locked out of it that sucks well don't fuck that up there must be a way to get your password recovery i I think that's what he's trying to figure out at this point yeah you're you're on one tick left i i I would uh, just calling hackers i don't care hey does the federal government know oh they don't like you can you get into this hard drive for me (laughs) yeah yeah so again Thank you, guys. I mean, folks, don't, don't hack. No, don't, don't hack. Hacking's bad. Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, great talk. And uh, don't forget, Tuesday morning. Well, this will be Friday morning. Tuesday morning, Ripping the Rack podcast will be out and about. Candlepin bowling. All talk. All whatever. I totally lost what I was going to say. More, no, of, that us. Was, that was More of us is good. More of us is always good. Talking bowling talking everything else but we'll be talking bowling next time absolutely make your ears happy put us in them peace out folks night everybody later